Welcome to Jags Drive Time with Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osher, and Brian Sexton. Jags Drive Time starts right now. So like we were on all of our assignments and uh, just got away from us in the end. And I, I didn't think we played um, a full game at all. Obviously, you can tell that, but uh, we got to help our defense. You know, they kept us in the game, gave us plenty of chances, and didn't we didn't do anything with it. So. Safe to say it was not a complete game for Trevor Lawrence, the offense, and the Jaguars as a whole as they lost the Tennessee Titans 22-0 yesterday. Ran 30 plays on offense. Six of them were runs. Had your rookie quarterback pass 80% of the time, but that is just one of the issues of the Jaguars right now. There is so much to pack on a Monday morning here on Jaguars Drive Time. Thank you for joining us. There are four games left to go. That's a cheerful coffee cup that you have right there. Is, it's is, Christmas time. Is it making you feel better? Yeah, honestly, this morning, I'm normally an optimistic person, and this morning I was like, ugh. So I went to the Starbucks drive-thru, and I got myself a nice Christmas cup, and I feel better. Hope and optimism are in short supply, at least as it relates to football right now. Indeed. Is that set right? 30 plays? Yes. You know, sometimes <laughs> you miss things when you're trying to analyze it, and you, know, you get back late, you're right and everything. Mm-hmm. That's staggering. Yeah, and six runs, and yeah, quarterback, 80% have to throw. Yeah. Four interceptions. Not send him up for success. What, what have we said all season long about this? His best friend is a strong running game. In fact, the coach said that he talked um, to the Joe Burrow, uh, his former Ohio State quarterback, and asked him what the most important thing he could give him in his rookie season. He said, a running game. And there was no running game. Fewest. Rushing yards in a game in franchise history. It's yeah, it, it it adds up though. Again, I, I'm remiss in not knowing that because it felt that way. When you have 30 plays and you're down double digits the whole play, you're going to run eight times. Yeah, mm-hmm. a 30 plays is ridiculous. It is indeed. It is. And let's get into big things, which is big thing one is a very bad weekend. Shut out for the first time in more than a decade. The fewest rushing yards in a game in franchise history. A ninth consecutive loss in the AFC South and. All kinds of headlines about things going poorly from the coaching staff. Coach Meyer addressed the reports. Yeah, the, you know, calling someone a loser, that's inaccurate. I have high expectations for our coaches. i uh, very demanding of our coaches. Um, and expect guys to be held accountable for their positions. And at times uh, when they're not, those are we address it. Uh, but I assure you there is not whatever report Amy told me something about that that's nonsense big thing too is don't discount the defense they played solid football the Titans didn't overly run well which is something we were worried about going into that game all week allowed only three points and 22 yards after four second half turnovers if they had any help we would say they might be a strong suit of this team but Shaquille Griffin isn't using that as an excuse my challenge is continue to get the guys to continue to believe and not give up. That's the only part I can do. Uh, when you're talking about the offensive side of the ball and I'm trying to figure out whatever it is need to figure out, it's not my job to try to figure that part because I got to do my best at my position and, and letting the guys know they can count on me to make sure I can do right. You know, it's tough to try to, okay, coach the cornerbacks, coach the safeties, the linebackers, the D-line, then go on the offensive side of the ball and try to coach those guys. They got to figure it out. But like I said, we're grown men. That's our job. We have to. We have to be able to adapt. We have to adjust. So as grown men, we're going to fix it. And, you know, and uh, what I can tell you to the offense is we're going to figure it out. And finally, big thing three is tune out the noise, which is much easier said than done. But there are four games left of this season. So Trevor Lawrence, meet your, meet, 
mute your Twitter. <laughs> Let's get through this. Control what I can control. All I can control is, you know, who I am, how I treat people, uh, the way I respond, and then just being as prepared as I can and going and trying to play the best I can. And there you have it. That's big things. That's the only thing Trevor Lawrence can say right now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, you know, at this point, Brian, I, I, I don't want to be snide. I don't want to be cute. I don't have much to add. And no, I don't, I don't either. Talk about this team for three, uh, for three more weeks or four more weeks. But you know, it's, uh, you know, it's my hot take. If yesterday wasn't rock bottom, I don't want to see it. Okay, and I'm on that hot take too. So let's not go there. Right. Let, let's save it because it, it better be rock bottom. Um, let's talk about the defense, right? Um, I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> first of all, I w- it was, could we please, when they, when they win the toss, could you just take the ball once? Right? I know you deal with this all the time. And, but give, put, give the offense a chance to give them a lead, whether it's a field goal or not. Do something lead. different. I know. It's ridiculous. I'm trying to beg you <laughs> something to say. Look, right. But when was the last time they had a lead? The, the Buffalo game. Yeah. That's when they scored a touchdown to take the lead is Miami. You know, the, the, the defense, it isn't great. But they play hard. Mm-hmm. And after getting punched in the mouth, which we've seen in the first half for the last month, they rebound, right? And they kept them in the ball game, and yet the offense could do nothing. What if you get a touchdown in the first half? I think the defense, uh, while we're on the topic, I get nobody wants to hear anything uh, commended by the Jaguars, right? I mean, uh, commending the Jaguars right now. But there's been multiple times this season where they did exactly what they did yesterday. 20 points is fine in this league to give up. You know, you'd rather give up 14. You'd rather get zero. But to actually play hard and continue to play effectively when you're down by as many points as this team has been down in the last five weeks, and they've done that, I think, uh, three or four different times. Atlanta. You know, you sit there and name them. Uh, Indianapolis, Atlanta. This defense isn't perfect, but – I don't think it's the most talented defense I've ever seen. Considering what they're putting on the field, what they're dealing with, as a group, this group is playing as well as it can possibly play, Mm -hmm. and it's playing fine. It lacks, and I wrote this in quick thought, it lacks the scoop and score. It lacks the pick six. It lacks that dynamic that we were accustomed to around here in 2017 and 2018 of a game-changing defense. They don't have that. They just don't. Scoop and scores and pick sixes, though, as you know, they're hard to get trailing. Those well, yeah, usually when you have no momentum when yeah. the opponent is in situations where they must throw. Considering they're always behind, you know. Do you see a game-changing defender right now? I mean, when was the last time we with talked more about more around him? Josh Allen could be oh, do, exactly, but we, we haven't we haven't defender. talked about him since the Indianapolis game, right? Because right? teams have taken him away, right? And there's no alternative. Uh, I keep waiting for Miles Jack to be that guy because we've seen him do that before. And what we're saying is. With more around him, with more game-changing kind of players, they need another pass rusher. They need a big play safety. They need somebody mm-hmm. who can create momentum until this offense is able to create it on its own. Yeah. Right? If they were playing with a 10 nothing lead, we'd see Josh Allen and Miles Jack doing those things. I totally agree. Uh, but this defense, if they, they get punched, they get back up. That's the best thing you can say. But they get punched. Right. They've given up a lead. They've given up touchdowns on opening drives for how many games in a row now? Yeah. They, they get punched. Mm-hmm. They don't have that lockdown, we stop you, early in the ball game. Yeah. They get hit. They get back up. They're tough guys. But, yeah. 
but it's it's and the limited. Big credit right now. is that usually once that happens once, you see teams sort of just quit. They keep coming back. Not quitting. No. Good no, for them. But it's, it is something to be said. Shaquille Griffin a couple of weeks ago, I remember him saying that's the biggest problem is we, we freak out almost on the first drive. We're all over the place. And then we say, okay, settle down. They scored a touchdown. Now let's play sound football. Right. You got to get it together on that first drive. Well, that's it. Yeah. But they can't. Well, you also got to stop committing the penalties. I mean, yes. I, you know, the, the two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties set up short fields. Yeah. Or shorter fields. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then this offense, I don't. Where do you want to start? Where, there, well, there's, there, as of yesterday, there's Hope nowhere. Is not on the way. There's nowhere to start. Yeah, the offensive line was abysmal yesterday, and of course, we've talked about how when you're in the box, when you're playing in the red zone, the entire length of the field, it's tough for the offensive line to yeah. play well. You can't get the running game going because the safeties are right on top of you, and they're sending seven without worry of of being beaten because they aren't beaten. Yeah, to me, I mean, I've talked about the offensive line so much, but uh, I thought yesterday was was by far the worst game I've by seen him have. No doubt. Uh, because I didn't feel like yesterday – I get every, everything's cumulative. So teams game plan, they know how to play this team. But to me, the sacks they were giving up didn't look like, oh, they're bringing a lot of pressure. Uh, there was one early where – The one where Harold Landry came It looked up. like uh, yeah. Juwan Taylor just let Harold Landry go. I'm sure that wasn't what happened, but it sure looked like it. Um, it – it was a tough game for that unit. I don't think they have played nearly that poorly most of the time this year. I don't think it's got to cut all five. But, boy, that was bad. Well, it's going to be different next year. I mean, It, it has it, to be. Well, Andrew Norwell's gone, right? I mean, he's, got, he's a free agent next year. You don't know what you're going to do with Cam Robinson yet, although you'd probably like to find a way to keep him. Brandon Linder can't stay on the field, and he's due $10 million next year, so he's likely gone. Um, you know, there's going to be a reshuffling. I've said it. Jawan Taylor looks like a guard to me. You know, it's time to start making that move. Maybe Walker Little is a right tackle. Who knows what they do? But that offensive line is going to be reconstituted next year. Boy, so you think they're 2023 before they're good offensively, man? I don't know if it's that far away if you keep well, They got a fixed wide receiver. They got a lot to and fix. And offensive line. Now. Well, based on what you've seen from the offensive line. No, I agree. I mean, and knowing the contract situation. I mean, yeah. you're going to be different. This year, they started the season with Norwell, Linder, and Camp. And it's entirely likely that right. all of them are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Barch looks like he's Sounds to me like we're talking about six starters on offense. Yeah. Are my numbers wrong? No. Yeah. That's a big climb. Yeah, and I read in a, a Titans article that all of those sacks came from pressures, no blitz. And right. you're right, John. You were watching on the field, and it was almost like they just let them walk by. And I yeah. know that's not what it happens, right. but that's certainly what it yeah, looks I mean, like. For it, it, I guess the reason I'm, I'm emphasizing it so much, for a couple of years I've written people – Kill me on it. They're better than observers think, and they usually are. Yesterday, it didn't feel like they were. Yes, so. totally agree with that. And that is big things when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time. Some highlights from yesterday's loss to the Titans, 20-0, to coming up on Jaguars Drive Time. Jags Drive Time is brought to you by TIAA Bank. Turn potential into progress. And by Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. That sound is every driver's worst fear. How much will the repairs cost? Is it your engine, your transmission, or worse? 
A car breakdown could cost you thousands to repair, but not if you have CarShield. CarShield administrators pay your claims directly to the mechanic or dealer of your choice, saving you time and money. Call CarShield today before your next breakdown. Call 800-471-1223. 800-471-1223. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. ViStar Credit Union, do good, bank better. Visit ViStarCU.org slash join, insured by NCUA. Call CarShield now. If your car is out of manufacturer's warranty, don't get stuck with expensive mechanical and computer repairs. Call CarShield. We're back, Jaguars Drive Time. It is Monday. It is time for some highlights. Yes, we have to do them from yesterday's loss to the Titans, 20-0. And we'll start here. It's been the theme all season is the Jaguars digging themselves out of a hole early, backs against the wall. Tannehill operating from the shotgun, going to tuck it away. Tannehill, first down and more. Takes a little bit of a shot at the end of the play, and there's the flag. Dial up the run. It's going. Touchdown. And there you have it. That flag's everything. Everything. Can I just say, I'm amused that Taylor Lewan is getting in the face of somebody who got a 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct because he commits it on nearly every play, right. right? But John's point, the penalty was stupid. All you do is is create a situation in which now you're burying yourself, and, th- and this defense has done that too often with those kinds of penalties. I, Tannehill was just above average yesterday. His passer yeah, rating, yeah, no, I know. Now they knew exactly how they had to yep. They They knew they could take a lead. They knew the Jaguars wouldn't threaten them. They knew they could get time of possession. Uh, they knew that unless they screwed up, that they did not believe the Jaguars could do offensively no. nearly enough to win. Uh, and they were right. Yep. So let's go to the third quarter now. The Jaguars stuck around in this game. It's only 10 nothing at halftime, and we're talking in the tunnel. All right. If the Jaguars' offense can get a touchdown, this is a ball game. But this has once again been a theme the whole season. The Titans pull away in the third quarter. A little bit of miscommunication. Long snap count from Tannehill. Rolling left. Eyes the end zone. He's going to run for it, and he's in. Touchdown. It's almost it's this impending doom almost. You, you feel it on the field. You feel it coming. It's all right. They're hanging in there. They're hanging in there. Got to score a touchdown soon because if not, this happens and the game gets away from them. Yeah, and it was set up. I, I think I'm right on this, and if I'm not, I apologize. But um, – uh, Jeff Swain mm-hmm. uh, on, yeah. on, on the uh, – played on the left side of the field. Yeah. And I think my guy Dewey came up and <laughs> went low. Right. 
on a blocker when the play was past him. Yeah. That was uh, his second. And the overaggression on on that part mm-hmm. uh, bites him a lot. And, uh, I, you know, I, maybe they score anyway yesterday. It just seems very indicative of the whole story. Well, look, the other point is that you said if they could just score a touchdown. Right. At any point yesterday, did you feel like they were going to score a touchdown? No. There was never any offensive momentum I, where you felt I, like this was the drive. No, I didn't either. Speaking of, that leads us right into this highlight that we haven't even mentioned yet, a record day for Trevor Lawrence in a negative way, throwing four interceptions. So let's take a look. Some bad decisions, some pressing. Can't blame him for wanting to take some chances. Five for third in the NFL in interceptions. He's their second leading tackler. How good has he been? Lawrence's pass deflected, and it is picked. Evans. Thirty-two seconds left in the quarter. Lawrence is intercepted. Jayon Brown with a one-handed pick. And those issues continue. Third and eight. Lawrence trying to buy himself some time. Takes a shot. He's got Mickens, but he is picked again. Christian Fulton. What a frustrating year it's been for Robinson. On second and 16, Lawrence is picked off again. It's Buster Screen getting in on the party. That was a long highlight. Yeah, there's a whole <laughs> playlist. Um, <laughs> you know, look, I'm not – he didn't play well yesterday overall. Nobody did offensively. But let's keep the interceptions in perspective to play, I guess, Homer here a little bit. I thought when I first saw it that the first pass was a little high and hard. Levisky's got to catch that. Yep. That's catchable. Third and eight, long down the field. It's like a punt. That's a punt at that point. Yeah. And they know that's a punt at that point. So I almost give a quarterback in that case in his position a little more credit for doing it because the easy thing there is to throw it out of bounds and say, well, I'm not going to take the pick. I don't want to hear people talking about my picks all week. He's not that guy. He's going to play the game within itself. I thought the third, I mean, the second one was, was the one that mattered. I don't know where he was throwing the ball. I think he doesn't know where he was throwing the yeah. ball. The fourth, I wasn't even watching. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it didn't matter. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. I, I recall, and I, I went specifically to this, uh, a game in um, Eli Manning's rookie year in Baltimore where he played the whole game and had a 0.0 passer rating, right? But these moments happen to rookies, they especially do. a rookie like this who has a very limited playbook that he can call on. Um, he's not playing well right now but I'm not worried about who he's going to become as a quarterback. I'd like to see more progress from him. Everyone would. Mm -hmm. But I see enough things that I'm willing to be patient until he's got weapons around him. Yeah. If you want something to hold on to with him, and I know fans, you know, oh, oh, he's a fair, he's a bastard. You know, it's uh, hold on to the three games right before the bye. When the running game was working relatively effectively, they felt like they had something going, and he had passer ratings over 90. Since J-Rob got hurt, the offense has gone off the rails. I'm not saying that doesn't have any, anything to do with Trevor, but within a functioning offense as a rookie, he was getting better. And then it stopped, and that's a concern because right now he looks like an unconfident quarterback who is trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. 
that's a natural tendency, but I'm not worried about them long term. No. Not worried at all to the point where I had a fan on the flight last night ask me, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he might not be the franchise quarterback. And I put my Bose headphones on. And I said, I'm not entertaining this right now. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just got to shut out the noise. I just couldn't do it. All right, finally, one to grow on. We're going to talk about in the D block. But spoiler alert, it's the defensive line for me. Let's see how they played yesterday against the Titans. On second and six, Tannehill. My goodness. Third time to give it to him. That is Jihad Ward. Here they come again. Tannehill sacked again. Robertson Harris. So, want to grow on a positive? They're getting pressure. They're making big plays. It's just, it's not enough. And uh, to Brian's point earlier about the lack of scoop and scores, lack of pick sixes, had the Jaguars had a seven-point lead or had they been scary at all, Tannehill probably throws a couple of those passes under pressure and you get a pick. That's how they happen in my experience. Because you're up, you're up 10 nothing or 17 nothing on a team that can't threaten you, I'm sure Vrabel, every time yeah. Tannehill goes on the field, is saying, if it's tight, just hold it. Yeah. So that contributes to the lack of scoop and scores. Scoop and scores happen three or four times a year. Well, that is the sort of situation it happens in. Teams aren't scared, so they don't do dumb things against the Jaguars. Don't get me wrong. I'm not expecting six or seven super score like we saw in 2017. What I'm talking about is that one moment where yep. you get it once, and then all of a sudden the defense can tee off, and the offense, you're not playing from behind. Yep. But they don't get it once. There's a lack of, don't get me wrong. Not, yeah. I mean, against Atlanta, or I mean, they didn't get it against Houston. You've got to get, get, get once make a game-changing play yeah. that allows the offense to not play on their knees, yeah. right? Just it something to believe like, in. Yeah, Something. it seems like they're struggling to stay on their feet. Yeah, you see it on the sidelines. It's quiet, and you see those big potential plays, and it completely changes the vibe, even yep. if it's for 10 minutes. If it leads to something, yep. yeah, one play makes all the difference. Yep. But they haven't had those. No, they have not. Yes, that leads us right into hot takes coming up on Jaguars Drive Time. Stay with us on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle, and Baptist Health, changing healthcare for good. It's a fact. All cars will eventually break down. If you have CarShield, you can protect yourself from the high cost of auto repairs, and they're America's number one auto protection company. Your transmission, engine, and car's computer system are all covered. Get the ultimate vehicle service protection. Call CarShield now at 800-471-1223. That's 800-471-1223. Hi, folks. Frank Franzi here to tell you where to find the most authentic Southern pit barbecue in all of Jacksonville. That's right, Bono's. For 72 years, Bono's has been smoking real pit barbecue right here on the First Coast. Smoked for hours, served in minutes, and always cut to order. You can find Bono's locations all around town and on game day at TIAA Bank Field. Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. If you don't see a pit, it ain't legit. This season... 
Make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink for football watching. Just look for 20-ounce Pepsi products in the cooler door at your local gate convenience store and see how you could win an exclusive VIP experience at the Jacksonville Zoo and an opportunity to eat lunch with a Jaguars player. Eat with a big cat. Courtesy of Pepsi and Gate. No purchase necessary. Visit jaguars.com slash zoo for official rules and details. Ends 123121. This weekend's game against the Houston Texans is sponsored by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield plan. We're back, Jaguars Drive Time. It is Monday. It is time for some hot takes, and they're especially hot this morning. Brian Sexton, you're up. Yeah, uh, no, mine is cold water. Um, This is the low point in the history of the franchise. Um, I went back and tried to think about moments where things were bad, um, the only one that even came close. And there have been some, you know, when Richard Collier was shot. I mean, there have been some moments where it felt like everything was falling apart. Um, the only one that came close was 2001. Um, Spurrier was leaving Florida, and there was a big hue and cry to replace Tom Coughlin with him. Um, Tony Baselli was left unprotected and put onto the expansion draft list. Kevin Hardy and Keenan McCardell, I mean, the, the, the stalwarts of those early teams were let go in free agency, and you just knew the thing was going to spiral down, and of course it did. Um, I'm not sure whether that's going to happen right now, but I mean, this year was supposed to be about hope. This year was supposed to be about credibility that a college Hall of Fame coach brought and a college star quarterback brought. And at this point of the season, when you have to endure another round of look at the Jaguars, right? We got that the first weekend in October. And now here it is again at a moment where the team should be getting better. I'm not saying winning. I didn't expect them to win, but getting better so that we're saying, hey, we're not struggling in the A block to have a conversation about things when there's nothing to say. Um, There have been bad times for this franchise. There are bad times for every franchise. But right now, with a campaign of here we go, this thing is headed in the right direction. Right now, go out in the street. How many people are going to say, well, they're absolutely headed in the right direction? None. None. None at this point. So this is the lowest point in franchise history. And I can only hope that this is rock bottom. That there's not more that we have to endure. And not we, the fan base of the city of Jacksonville. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Mm-hmm. And, and where there's smoke, there's fire. There's some dysfunction over there. I, I don't know that I, I can't speak to what's true and what's not. But that story doesn't come out if there's not something going on that's creating a lot of friction, mm-hmm. right? And you had the, the issue with the, the running back last week. and It's, it's just, last, this has been the worst week. And I've been here since the last week of July in 1994 working for this team since October 1st, 1994. So I've seen it all. And... Um, this feels worse to me because my expectation wasn't a playoff team, wasn't razzle-dazzle. It was, okay, now we're going to get on stable ground, and now everyone's going to see that this franchise is going in the right direction. And as of this morning, I can't give people the hope that it is going in the right direction. I have to throw up my hands and go, I don't know. And you know what's a really low point? If they come out and play against the Houston Texans, the New York Jets, two bad football teams that you're supposed to beat, then I think it gets to an even lower point. Ashlyn. It was supposed to be better yeah. than this. Yes, it was. It's supposed to be fun. Remember when we said that, John? Yeah, and, and, and it's not. And I guess my hot take is essentially the same. <laughs> if, if this isn't the low point, I don't want to see it. So I'm not going to 
go over every point that Brian made. Uh, but this is the bottom offensively, at least it better be. But it's the bottom As in terms of performance, yeah. or at least it better be. Uh, I don't know how you get worse than, than what you saw the other day. I think everything's indicative of that. Uh, eight rushing yards, four turnovers. It was just a chaotic at times. So uh, I don't think it gets better from that. I would like to feel things, uh, to your point, Brian, because uh, this is really what I was talking about more than the offense. I keep going back to the phrase, these are the, tri- these are the times that try men's souls. Yes. Well, but I don't know what's going to happen in terms of how they're going to turn this around. But, you know, just because it's bad now doesn't mean it has to stay bad. Well, no, it doesn't. So now's the time. Look, it's got to happen now. Without a doubt. Because you can't go into another offseason saying, just wait, right? I mean, who's going to believe in the offseason in what you're saying if you can't clear the air and make this – I don't, I don't know what the right thing to do is. It's been bad looks. It needs to look better for the last month Listen, somehow. I, w- I was at a Christmas party, and I'm telling you, everyone wants to come and talk about that. So here's what's happened. The per- even if it's just perception, even if it's overblown, if he's right and, and, and telling us the truth that he didn't call people losers, right? Um, if that's true, the perception is he did. Right. Right? And if, if this was just the only issue, John, Right. If we didn't have the first weekend in October, right, this one you could probably go, well, they're frustrated, right? This is a guy who's used to winning. and It's a losing record. Right. Yeah. But what you've now done is create doubt. Mm-hmm. We've asked people to have faith and believe. And faith is belief in something that isn't evident, right? Isn't tangible to put your hands on. At some I, point, it has to stop. It has to stop. Yes. It has to stop. And that leads me into something a little more specific, which is the offensive line is my hot take. And I know looking back on this now, I wrote this last night on the plane after the little Bose headphone incident. So I agree it was a little dramatic and hot, but this offensive line as a whole, I said, Jawan Taylor will not start another game this season because you have to do something. You have to put Walker Little in. And I went back and forth about Andrew Norwell, who had four holding penalties. And should you let him back in the game? And we talked about Jawan Taylor and what looked like just a lack of effort. And he's a good guy. And I know that's probably not what it is. But my gosh, you got to do something. And I get that there was consistency on the offensive line and that's what you wanted. But you want to see something from Walker Little. You want to see something that you can go into at the offseason and say, all right, you know, we saw how he could play. Now is the time. Put him in. You got nothing to lose. I would agree with that. And, and And I believe you're going to see a reshuffling. I love Jawan Taylor, the person, I and I you. like Jawan Taylor, the football player. And you pull for him and you hope. But, but he gosh. struggles with the speed yeah. rushers, and all he's going to see is the speed rushers. He looks to me like a guy who, if you ask him to line up and drive them off, he looks like a good guard candidate, and I think he'll be a good one. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'm not an offensive line coach. I'm not an offensive coordinator, but you don't need to be to see that he struggles with his footwork. Yeah, I, I don't think you see Norwell benched. That felt to me like a little bit of an aberration yesterday. I know Andrew gets criticized all the time. He's been better than most people believe. And he's been good most of the time here. He really struggled yesterday. I would look more toward the right tackle. Yes, absolutely. We expect some change of something is coming on the offensive line this week. And that is Hot Takes when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time. One to grow on on the Jaguars Digital Network.
That sound is every driver's worst fear. How much will the repairs cost? Is it your engine, your transmission, or worse? A car breakdown could cost you thousands to repair, but not if you have CarShield. CarShield administrators pay your claims directly to the mechanic or dealer of your choice, saving you time and money. Call CarShield today before your next breakdown. Call 800-471-1223, 800-471-1223. At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise, to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. ViStar Credit Union. Do good. Bank better. Visit ViStarCU.org slash join. Insured by NCUA. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. We're back, Jaguars. Drive time for one quick segment, one to grow on after yesterday's game to the Titans, and I think we all have the same guy, yeah. but that's how well he played. Roy, Roy Robertson Harris. Harris. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was the best player on the field for the Jaguars yesterday. He was dominant. Inside, he was terrific with the pass rush. Um, I, I, he came here as a free agent. He was injured with an ankle for a, a, you know, a key stretch of the season, and I think people said, well, you know, he's just a guy. He's not. He's a really good football player, and he's one of those guys that you you can absolutely put, you know, put it in ink. He is a stalwart. He is a guy you can build around on the front. I think he's terrific. Yeah, and I was going to go with Roy too, but the point we were kind of talking during the break: should we even do this? It's mm-hmm. it's been you know such a tough stretch. Do they play that well? Well, the answer is on defense. They did play that well. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the offense and other things. But to focus on the defense is really not disingenuous. I thought Damian Wilson played well. Yeah. I thought, uh, for the most part, uh, um, Roy Robinson Harrison, play, uh, Robinson yeah. Harris hey, played Devon well. Hey, Hamilton made some big plays. Logan Cook, too. Yeah. again, I mean, I hate to keep talking about the punter. But he's, really, but he's, he's a weapon. He, he's yes. played really well. So there, you know, all is not lost in terms of not everybody stunk up the joint. Uh, so I'll go with Damian Wilson because I think he's been over. Overlooked a little uh, bit, too. He was terrific. And so now you can talk about Roy Robinson-Harris. Yes. Or I was going to go with Laquan Treble as well, which I know is hard with a wide receiver and offensive weapon, but you see that huge first down, that yeah. one he, big play. He's got the potential to do it. He has shown if, – if, if you have six wide receivers next year and he's one of them, that's fine. Yes, totally agree. I was watching the end of the, um, the Buffalo-Tampa game yesterday. Great game. Yeah. That's what we want to see. Yeah. Right? Entertaining. I, I, it, well, yeah. a, a game – that comes to the end. You had two games go to overtime yesterday, yeah. right? You want to see these games in the fourth quarter where your fans get a chance to be a part of it and they build a tradition and a culture right here in this building where everybody can't wait to get to the fourth quarter. Yeah. And I, my greatest lament is when was the last time we saw the fourth quarter as, as a factor? Buffalo, uh, Miami, but, but, but rarely. Um, the fourth quarter has got to be the key. You had the, uh, the, the running back, uh, Gabrielle, uh, Gabriel um, for the Bills that got that key fourth down where he put his shoulder down. It was all effort. 
please God, let's have <laughs> moments like that where it's it, it, it's it's just one play and yet everybody gets fired up because that guy fought for the yard. Yep. Sorry, I'm really frustrated. It's yeah, I'm, we all I'm, are. I'm I'm, I'm 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 tired of this. Yeah, it stinks. Remember, John, it used to be fun. We keep saying that. It's supposed to be more fun than this. Yes. And to the fans that write in, yeah, that's real. It is real. You're not wrong. But we have a job to do, yeah. and we will continue to do it. And there is a quarterback. Time. And yes. the quarterback is, do not give up on that. Do yeah. not fall prey to those who will tell you he's not the guy. Yes. He's the man. Oh, I will put my Bose headphones on you and ignore you. Can I borrow your? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Jaguars Drive Time. We'll be back right here Wednesday morning. We'll see you then.